You're listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie, with your host, certified life and spiritual coach, Naz Rose. Hello and welcome back, incredible listeners to Third Eye Talks. I am your host, certified life and spiritual coach, Naz Rose, and welcome back to this beautiful series that I'm I'm excited. Every every episode is going to be, I'm going to be more and more excited because I know we're getting closer to releasing it. Uh, and I love these discussions. I love uh, having these discussions in particular with my guest who is joining me throughout the series. Say hi again. For those of you tuning in, his name is Daniel Jude from DNA Astrology. Did I get that right, Danny? <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Divine DNA. Divine DNA. There we go. Divine DNA. I always forget the divine in there, which is so important. But um, yes, Danny is going to be my co-host throughout the rest of these um, of these episodes. And uh, if this is your first one, the first one you're tuning into, this is a series and there is one episode before this one. So um, I urge you to go back and listen to these in order. I think they make a, a bigger impact in that way. But If you're joining for the first time, welcome to this incredible space. And if you are coming back, thank you for uh, continuing to listen and tune into Third Eye Talks. So this series is all about uh, the hermetic principles, the seven hermetic principles. And as I said, there's one episode prior to this one. And this one in particular is going to be about the principle of correspondence. Before we start and we start kind of giving you info, I just want to read a little piece from the book. These principles are from uh, a book that both Danny and I have read called the Kabbalion, and it's a hermetic philosophy. And so the principle of correspondence states, and I'll just read a little bit of it, is as above, so below, as below, so above. This principle embodies the truth that there is always a correspondence between the laws and phenomena of the various planes of being and life. The old hermetic axiom ran in these words, as above, so below, as below, so above. And the grasping of this principle gives one the means of solving many dark paradox and hidden secrets of nature. Ooh, I love it. (laughs) Getting into the juicy stuff. I know. Oh, here we go. That's so deep. (laughs) So the principle of correspondence, I think if you have dabbled in any amount of spirituality, you've heard the term as above, so below, you've seen an image, you've heard it, you've heard someone talk about it. But today, Danny and I are going to jump into what what exactly that means and more or less our interpretations of it, right? Because this is philosophy. So it's open to that interpretation. So Danny, tell me what this principle means to you or how you interpret this principle. It means so much, like you mentioned, it's so (laughs) deep. And I was literally getting downloads as I was preparing, uh, you know, just right now, like a few minutes before this, Mm -hmm. um, even I'm, I'm like, Oh, that's something I can add. And even within your intro, like kind of the way that you said it kind of reminded me of other things, tying it to, you know, the first principle of all is mind, every, you know, everything is from the mind. 
Um, when it comes to manifesting, just as one example, one perspective, uh, I'm sure people that are familiar with it, or maybe some that aren't, um, there's a theory uh, when we're, we're going into like, I think some quantum mechanics in, in this conversation, yeah. <laughs> but how there's parallel realities. Um, and in order to sh do that identity shifting that I mentioned last week, it's you can think of it in that way that we're shifting into one of those parallel realities where the possibilities are endless. There's mm -hmm. endless realities, just in the way that we, I, f I forget the order of things, but like, for instance, like the atom, you know, going down into the microcosm, like mm -hmm. the smallest thing known in existence. And I know through time in my lifetime, newer, smaller things have been discovered just in the way that the, you know, when we think about the universe, the macrocosm, um, how right now there's the multiverse theory. I remember thinking of that term around the time of the beginning of my, the beginning of my spiritual journey. And mm -hmm. then now it's a common term. So it's, it's, that's one of the ways that I look at it, that everything that is taking place in our reality are things that are echoed into the micro into the macro and that's why it's known as the principle of correspondence it's all interrelated mm -hmm. um, and then thinking about it through our perspective of the language of astrology you know the macrocosm mm -hmm. the planets and the cosmos and how those have effects on our overall personality on the energies that we're feeling at any given time through the transits etc so yeah I love that. I love that. So just to clarify, um, the three the three planes, the three top planes that they refer to in the book, even though there are more, the top three, um, and they call them the three great planes, are the great physical plane, the great mental plane, and the great spiritual plane, which, like Danny said, all tie into one another. What you're thinking is a download from your higher self. And I think that's one of my, one of the main things about this particular principle is that it brings in the idea or the concept of the higher self, that there is a version of you that exists in the physical plane. There's one of you that exists in the mental plane. There's one of you that exists in the spiritual plane and you're all interconnected and you're all uh, communicating with each other. The higher self, accessing your higher self is a way to see the direction or give get direction about where you're supposed to be headed on a, in a physical, uh, on the physical plane and on the mental plane and vice versa. The things you're doing on the physical plane are affecting your spiritual, your higher self. So that I think is one of the most interesting things to me. And that's my interpretation of it is that we do exist across so many different planes and they all correspond with each other. They're all speaking to each other and changing the reality or the path that you're taking. Now, to me, this speaks a lot. Uh, this answered a really big question for me. And I don't know if it did for you, but for me, prior to reading a book called Your Soul's Plan, I didn't understand this principle so well because I didn't understand that thing of why do bad things happen to good people? 
I couldn't understand the reason for that. And I think that this principle explains that to you a little bit more in terms of when you are experiencing something here on the physical plane that is dark or negative or bad, and I'm doing quotation marks for those of you listening on audio and not watching the video, whenever you're experiencing those things, they really are helping you to move forward on that spiritual plane. Would you, do you agree with that? Or did that, was that something that came up for you when you read this, uh, this principle in particular? Not for me. You're kind of speaking some things that I'm, that you're making me think now, because uh, <laughs> I don't think I've, I've had that, those thought processes or, or that processing, yeah. the thinking, but it's very true. Um, as you mentioned, and I've heard it recently because I, I think even within the book, I don't know if I remember reading that part about the the physical, mental, and spiritual plane, but I have seen some videos recently that have tied that together. So right now when you mentioned, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I, I have heard that recently as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that, the correspondence of all three of those mm-hmm. um, in alignment. And it kind of goes into one of the th- other things I was going to mention is when it comes to manifesting, you know, we're in the physical but we have to get into the mental plane in order to change that spiritual plane or to mm-hmm. to, to shift into those realities. Yeah. Um, so that's one of the things when, as we're manifesting, whether it's through meditating, scripting, et cetera, the different techniques, we're shifting into those higher planes in order to receive that reflection back to us, which goes with the, you know, with the principle as above, so below. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it definitely ties all of it together. It's like a string that runs through those three planes and Mm -hmm. they are just sending information between one another. But I, I really do believe that it's, uh, um, the trials that we receive are an opportunity to expand our physical experience. Mm -hmm. And that in turn affects everything else. Yes, I think in terms of manifestation, your higher self is always talking to you. That um, that spiritual plane of your existence is always speaking to you. And that goes, you know, it uses signs, it uses, you know, people, it uses all sorts of things to really get you to see that there is always opportunity for you to shift your reality. Do you believe in that, in that higher self speaking to you? And, and if you do, what is that conversation like, do you think for you? How does that higher self speak to you? I do believe that. And one of the key words that I've been hearing over the past few years um, is awareness. And sometimes we're receiving these messages from our higher self. Some people call it through source, through through our guides, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it comes in, uh, a lot of time. It comes in the forms of angel numbers, but one of the more um, unique ones that I've found for myself are spirit animals. Through different yeah. periods of my life, I'll I'll spot a certain animal or insect or even flowers lately um, come to me you know, repeatedly over and over again. So then I take that message, I internalize it, I meditate on it. Um, sometimes the Gemini in me has to go seeking, and the, I guess the Scorpio, seeking for the answer. So I go online, do a search on like, what are the, what's the symbolism or the mm-hmm. spiritual meanings of certain animals or insects? 
And eventually I come to a conclusion when it feels right. So I feel like that conversation is both, at least for me as a Gemini, with a lot of water in their chart, a lot of that, you know, feelings, emotions, energy within me, it comes in the form of of feeling intuitively, but also through the searching and exploring of those answers. Yeah. But those are the two main ones, I would say. And just, you know, through meditation, just certain downloads or realizations that that come to me. Yeah. I think I do think my uh, our higher self is always talking. It's mm-hmm. always telling us like here's us here's something, here's a sign, here's a song, here's a here's just mm-hmm. look for the information and I love that you mentioned awareness because I think that's the number one thing with this principle in particular is becoming really aware of the fact that all planes, you on all planes across all realities you're always getting communication fed to you and you're always sending out communication too so you're always receiving all of these messages but if you're not aware if you're just living in the physical plane and not opening your eyes or your awareness to the fact that there's a whole lot of communication happening around you then you're essentially limiting yourself And I think that's what this principle really tries to teach us. Don't limit yourself to any one plane. I've been guilty of being too much on the spiritual and mental plane sometimes and not being so much on my, in my physical plane. And I have to always remind myself like, Hey, yes, you exist out there. You're, you know, there's the higher self. There's all this stuff. There's your mental world, but you are also existing right now on this physical plane. So you have to be aware of the things that are happening in your physical reality and live that physical reality. So I think people are guilty some a lot of times of being too much in any one mm-hmm. of those different planes. There are people who live in the spiritual, there are people who live in the mental, and there are people who are solely in the physical. And none of those are good, right? Like we have to exist on all of them and be able to mm-hmm. go back between each of them because that's how we move forward. So I think awareness is key for me. <laughs> you know what I've noticed? Like I, I'm always reading signs. I've always been a big sign reader, but lately I noticed that I meet people with the same name when I'm supposed to be doing something. Like mm. Elizabeth's appear when it's time to sharpen and like really get down to the nitty gritty and do the work. Um, Hannah's arrive when it's time to pivot, pivot my business. So it's like, it's funny. I'll get those, I'll get people with that same name over and over appearing when it's time to do something really specific, but we all have a way that we're communicated with, right? Would you agree with that? I definitely agree with that. That was very interesting about the names. One that comes to mind, and I want to go back to the, to like the alignment, but before that. Um, one of the things that I've recently noticed that for the, you know, for the first time in my life, again, I guess a broader sense of awareness moving into a a deeper level of those higher planes Mm -hmm. is those messages that I've received. One of the first ones that I remember receiving quite frequently was a labyrinth. So it happened sometimes last year, Robin Hood, you know, and actually this is with with the example I'm going to give now, that's the one that was coming to me, Robin Hood. I'm like, why am I all of a sudden seeing Robin Hood everywhere? What does this mean? So I asked a few people, 
people that I trust that are good with symbolisms as well. Um, I looked into it. I couldn't really land on a specific answer. Mm-hmm. But earlier this year, um, I was watching the movie The Great Gatsby. Mm-hmm. And when they're in like the whole like uh, uh, Times Square area, there's a whole bunch of signs and like literal signs. But mm-hmm. it was actually a sign at the same time because there was one that read Robin Hood. <laughs> and because of what was going on at the time, I realized wait a second i was just thinking about the timing of things now versus pre-pandemic and then i see that sign Mm -hmm. that sign wasn't trying to i feel like it wasn't trying to tell me something specific other than a specific timing like pointing to a time Mm -hmm. like it fed me that so much last year to the point where i couldn't ignore it Mm -hmm. so where this year it was kind of like a kind of like a nod from my higher self like yes the answer is yes and right now is that time yeah yeah that's so cool I think that's key key to this principle in particular you're always being communicated with on all of the different planes that you are on and I and you know I have clients who are like well I don't really know like is that a sign or am I finding it I'm like you'll know You'll know because you'll see it repeating like the spiritual realm, whatever exists there for you, your guides, your angels, your ancestors, you know, your higher self, they will become very insistent Mm -hmm. if you are really meant to do something and you're not listening. Now, you can ignore it. Many people do. Many people walk around aimlessly and they don't listen to that to that thing. But you can get there much faster if you become aware and follow those signs. And I think that's super important to say, like you will have a, once you decide to become aware and that's step two, right. In that Mm -hmm. awareness is acknowledging the communication to your in the physical plane, in the spiritual plane, right. Saying, I see what you're, that you're trying to tell me something. I acknowledge it. Tell me more or give me Mm -hmm. more guidance or speak and once your your angel guides and all you know all everyone in that uh spiritual plane knows that you're paying attention then they will find fine tune the messaging and then you'll be able to read it and interpret it really easily so i think acknowledgement is part 2 of that and then 3 is action on the physical plane mm-hmm. so right talking again about that the principle of correspondence you're going to get the messages from the spiritual plane and you are going to acknowledge them on a physical plane, on the physical plane. And then to me, and I don't know if you agree with this, but step three is to take action on that through manifestation and energy shifting, which brings it to then the mental plane, right? Mm -hmm. And that's sort of how that communication goes across and corresponds do you how do you see that do you agree with that or do you practice that differently no I would say I practice it the same um I I totally agree especially on the action aspect Mm -hmm. I feel like that when it comes to manifestation practices is one of the most underrated or underspoken you know parts of uh, manifesting Mm -hmm. um because sure, there are some people, because we're all different, our energy works differently. There are some people that on the mental plane, spiritual plane are able to attract very easily. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for the most of us, 
you know, the universe needs to see certain actions being uh, taking place in order to to receive what we're trying to receive. Um, and even something as simple as meditating or thinking, thinking is still an action. Mm-hmm. So I look at it uh, through all four elements, you know, all four elements are needed in order to to manifest, you know, Earth, I think of it as like the planning um the organizing and the physical realm um air the mental water the emotion and then fire the action so all of those i feel like need to be in alignment um, let's talk about that because yeah. that's really interesting we see this principle repeated in so many places where all each one has a role to play and it is part of the entire thing. It all corresponds, right? We see it in human design. Oh, the manifester kicks things off. The generator takes action. The uh, the um, projector fine tunes, right? They're the mental that fine tunes everything. The reflector then is the intuition, the water that feeds it all back and spreads it to humanity. So we see that that idea of different things are needed and they make up part of the whole that is you right that is your individual experience you need all of them that's what i was getting uh at i guess earlier was you need to exist on all planes you mm-hmm. have they all are working with each other so as a spiritual plane sends you ideas messages uh signs you then take action and filter it all through your mind, which is principle number one, right? The all is mental. Take it all through the mind and then you will see your reality shift. So so to close out, let's let's talk a little mm-hmm. bit, kind of summarize. We talked principle number one, the all is mind, all is mental, right? And we talked a little bit about how, what that means is that what you're thinking is directly projecting out into your physical reality. That's a summary. Listen to episode number one. If you're listening to this, listen to episode one in this series first to talk about that main principle. Um, And this principle, I think we have similar views about it, but just slightly different uh, ways in which we utilize it. For me, as a closeout statement, it's try to figure out where you are existing a little bit too much, whether that is in your physical reality, in your mind, consistently being in your thoughts about the past, the future, the present, where are things going to go? Where am I going to be? You know, what's going to happen with this, with that, just thoughts. If you're always in your mental plane, or if you're always lost in the cosmos and in the in the magic of life and in the heavens and in the philosophy and in the you know that physical that spiritual plane then none of them are wrong but this principle is telling you hey you have to exist on all of them to fully embody who you're supposed to be in this lifetime and the the goal the goals that your soul is supposed to really meet in this one incarnation exist in all of them and make the most of all of them and they are all speaking to each other all of the time balance is the i guess the word mm-hmm. that to me balance all three of those things don't exist just in one place yeah that would be my interpretation of this danny 
You have the floor. <laughs> well, I don't know how much more I could add to that because I <laughs> agree with all of that. Like, I'll just, you know, uh, further continue with the importance of alignment. Um, I've seen the way in my life, even before I've started my own spiritual journey. Like, I've always considered myself a spiritual person. But when I say spiritual journey, it's because of certain events and my perspective shifting for myself without anyone's uh, else's influence. But even in high school at the age of, I think, 16, um, one of the first times that I really started working out a lot and like really working on my body. But then at the same time, I was focused on the mental. But I started saying mind, body, spirit. Like that was my actual physical introduction on the physical plane um, and on all the other planes. But like seeing the way that alignment works and I've seen the way throughout my life, how when I'm able to align those, how much better my life feels, how much more I'm able to manifest. And at least for me, speaking personally, it hasn't always been the easiest with someone that has a lot of that mutable energy, that Gemini, that likes to go with the flow. Um, again, Earth is uh, one of my uh, balance elements. So the the consistency, the discipline, et cetera. Um, so to work with these certain techniques or work with certain thoughts, et cetera, um, I've seen how easily it can, or how difficult it can sometimes be to balance them, mm-hmm. you know, depending on which period of my life I'm in, what's going on, et cetera. So that's why it's key to like really be mindful and aware of where we're at, which planes of existence we're living in, because some of us may naturally come from one or two of those planes, mm-hmm. but in different periods, again, depending on what's going on in our lives, we may be living in one more than the other. So it's good to take note of where we're at in order to know, okay, how to balance out, how to align. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Well, Danny, thank you so much for being here again to talk about um, these seven hermetic principles and to my listeners. Um Tune in, keep tuning in. There are uh, five more of these that we are going to be doing and diving deeper and deeper. And um, probably toward the end of this, we will try to encompass all of them back in uh, and put them all in a nutshell for you so that you can activate all of these in your life uh, as, and again, I'm doing air quotes homework for the week. Um, I would encourage you to ask yourself, in which of the planes am I existing too much? What am I really missing uh, to find that alignment in the physical, mental, and spiritual aspects of my life? And how do I begin to bring that element in so that I can communicate across all of the planes of correspondence? This is what's going to bring you alignment. This is what's going to bring you into balance. And it is what is going to ultimately uh, lead you to carry out your soul's purpose in the best way possible. So uh, tune in next week for Third Eye Talks. Danny, thanks again. I'll see you next week, everyone. This is Third Eye Talks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Third Eye Talks, a podcast for the spiritual junkie brought to you by Believe It Life Coaching. Follow us on Instagram at Believe It Coach or visit our website for more information. Believe it, life coaching.com.